Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to Jeremiah Wonders. And I'm wishing you a very happy, awesome, positive week. And you know who else is with me in our hotel room in Philly? It's Joel, Joel Berg Jimenez. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing well. Great. Hello, everybody. I'm also wishing you a positive, peaceful, great week. Perfect. We're out here uh, in Philly right now, and uh, I told Joel, I was like, if you're okay with it, you know, we're in our hotel room. I'm just going to record the intro for Jeremiah Wonders. So I wanted him to hop on and say, what's up to you guys? Dude, we've been having uh, a lot of fun with the uh, the Kill Tony shows and the stand-up shows this weekend at Helium, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, it's been great. Um, they've all been really great crowds, and I'm having a, the time of my life. Heck yeah, buddy. Yeah, thank you guys, uh, everybody, for for coming out to uh, to Philly. We've uh, had a great time, and yeah, I'm still recording my intro here, so I'll be back in L.A. by the time that you hear this. But yeah, guys, uh, hope your week is off to a fantastic start. And guess what? I'm going to try something new. Uh, on the next couple episodes, I read the kindness challenge letters during the episode with the guest. Uh, this one with Red Band, it's a, it's a little bit rocky start. It gets a little bit uh, better uh, with Daniel Van Kirk the following week. It's a little bit more dialed in. But uh, I give it a shot, and I think I'm going to start doing it with the guest uh, so everybody can hear about it. Because sometimes people either fast forward the intro, or uh, if they watch on YouTube, I don't include this intro on the YouTube podcast. So there you go. I think it'll be a, a cool thing. So uh, what have you been doing this week? Uh, have you done anything kind for anybody? Hmm? I keep putting it out there. That's my challenge to you and myself every single week. I would like to thank the sponsors of the show, Speedweed, Bronxborn Pizza, and Minchi Music, and our new sponsor, Caveman Coffee. That's based out of Los Angeles. At Caveman Coffee Co., Speedweed is based out of LA. Bronxborn Pizza, that's based out of Bend, Oregon, and based out of East Coast is Minchi Music. We got our saxophones. We got our pizzas. We got some coffees, and we got weed. We're covering every facet and avenue. And you know what? This podcast is going to be covered up like a NASCAR car by the end of it, you know? If you are a company that would like to sponsor the show, email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. You can also support the show by going to jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal donation button there, and every amount is appreciated. No judgment. Anything will do. If not, that's totally cool. Uh, but what you could do if you can't uh, contribute monetarily, go on over to iTunes. Yes, that's right. And review the podcast, rate it. Right now, we are at 428 reviews. I'd love to get to 500 reviews in the next couple of months because, you know, there's thousands of you out there and uh, not that many reviews whenever you think of how many people are actually listening to the show. And that helps uh, gain uh, more exposure to the show and lets other people find out about it. So that helps me out a lot. So thank you guys uh, for those who have been doing it so far. The episode today is with Brian Redband and guys, um, <laughs> well, you can expect for a very weird sax talk. It's one of the stranger ones that we've had on there, but you know, it's Red Band. Of course, it's going to be out there and maybe a little bit gross. Who knows? Who knows, guys? And we actually talk about some of the uh, the things that happened right after the Carlos Mencia incident with Joe Rogan, because Red Band was the guy, if you didn't know, you probably already knew that, he's the guy who filmed that video and edited and put it up online. So pretty crazy. And then uh, he also had an interesting truck stop incident that happened. And uh, there's some great questions from uh, from Reddit and Twitter and Instagram. So thank you guys for submitting those for fading out. But yeah, guys, I wanted to uh, let you know about that and uh, let you know about these tour dates. I'm going to read these real quick and then we'll hop right into the podcast, everybody. Yes. Stand up on the spot. Get your tickets March 26th. That's with Pete Holmes. That is with Ron Funches, Brian Redband, Jesse May Peluso, Brandon Schaub, and your boy Hosen. And then you can also see it uh, every, usually like uh, every other week. 
in April. So April 9th, April 23rd, and so forth. Sunday, March 24th, Reagan Watkins at the Satellite LA. March 29th, Reagan Watkins headline the Golden Hour in LA. And then uh, we'll be up in uh, Ventura. We'll be, I'll be coming to Austin soon, St. Louis, and many more with Kill Tony and my personal stand updates. And gotta thank our pal Gage Tiarina for the awesome audio and video editing of this podcast. Guys, you gotta check out the show on YouTube. What are you doing? Uh, if you've already listened to it, maybe through SoundCloud or, or Stitcher or Pandora, one of the other ones, head on over to YouTube because sometimes you'll see things on the video that you definitely didn't notice in the audio. It's a fun visual show and Gage is doing a heck of a job producing it and making it fun visually as well as auditory as well. <laughs> auditory. Anyway, also catch Gage. He's a stand-up comedian. You can catch him in Texas March 28th and also April 4th weekend in Plano, Texas and April 11th weekend in Fort Worth, Texas. You can follow him on socials at Gage T Arena. And thank you for the art of getting up on uh, Instagram for the awesome posters to do with the show. A lot of thanks. A lot of people that help contribute to this awesome show. And I couldn't be more excited to have a fun episode with my pal Red Band and yours today on Jeremiah Wonders. Dude, you were my second guest on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And a lot has well, Who was number one? Tony Hinchcliffe. Oh. <laughs> He's number one. Right. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one of the two. I can't be number two. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so you're back. We're in it. Now there's video. Whoa. Now there's fun voice changers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Red Ben, you have been summoned to the top of the mountain. I, I can't climb that. Worst improv scene ever. Like he's like, no, nah, nah, dude, nah, look nah, at me, nah, man. Nah, come I, on, I, I mean, come on. This doesn't make sense. I'm wearing sweatpants all. for Jesus Christ. Yes. That's not a fun one. What is this? I think you. I think. Oh, okay. I'm here now. Red Band, you have joined us. You're very out of breath. It took me so long. Now I have one question for you. And I just texted me. What is the secret to the keto diet? Well, it's not really working. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad I don't, I don't do that diet anymore. That, that, that was a pain in the ass, just eating meat every that, day. That was pretty intense, right? Yeah. I, I'm surprised I did it that long, but watching you guys like eat pizza and while, especially when we're on the road, Dude, it was like impossible. It's impossible <laughs> to be healthy yeah. on the road like that. Oh, yeah. Like I, I did... Uh, keto for two to two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's right. I forgot you did it. That <laughs> dude, me of all people, hated it. No, you can't eat anything but exactly what you would eat if you're a college. Uh, you know, like that's the diet. Like yeah. you have to have pizzas and and chips. And I really and- do. I just, I mean, even if it's what I, even if when I'm eating healthier. I just have to do portion control. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just a less of it, but I, I still got to have it. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be better at Weight Watchers. 
Yeah. Because then you could eat whatever you want. You just got to be accountable. Like, all right, I had two pieces of pizza. So that means I have to have like a, a salad. Right. And a, a, an apple. Yeah. I, I My mom used to do uh, Weight Watchers back in the day and she would, she would fix our dinner for us. And <laughs> it's kind of sad whenever, if, whenever I paint this picture visually, I guess. She, she just didn't want to be tempted to eat the food. So she would eat her dinner on the stairs while we were in the kitchen sometimes just to separate. Oh, gosh. <laughs> just because it was like, she's a really good cook and mm-hmm. she uses like a lot of butter and stuff like that. And right. she knew like, oh, like this is going to blow my Weight Watchers if I sit down with the family and like yeah, eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that the weirdest diet you've gone on as keto? Or have you tried any others that are like even worse than that? Um, I've tried little things like where you starve yourself for 12 days. You know, the thing where, uh, it's more, that's more of a detox though. But like, that was the worst. Cause for three or four days you could have nothing except lemon water and a <sighs> bunch of supplements. And then you like the fifth day you get rice. And that, that was like such a big deal. You Dude, know? <laughs> when I did keto, even though I did it for two weeks, I had berries and I lost my mind. It was like I was at the Wonka <laughs> factory. It's like, oh, this is, it was like, it's so sweet. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a weird thing that keto at least teaches you. Uh, that's one cool thing about diets is they teach you little things here and there. And keto teaches you how bad fruit is with sugar. Yep. Like every other diet, you like fruit's always been like, oh, you know, you're allowed to have as many grapes as you want. But then when you're on keto, you realize each grape is so much sugar. Like those are like the worst things to eat is grapes. Yeah. Like how much sugar it is. And I've always thought grape as being diet. Grape good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird. Uh, sugar's the worst thing, I guess. Yeah. I know. And that, I just love it so much. It's so good. Have you ever had sugar-free gummy bears? Mm, I think I've tried them. Yeah. They, they have this bag of sugar-free gummy bears on Amazon, like a five pound bag. And it's, if you read the reviews of them, each one's like, shit myself at work. Do not get these. <laughs> like every single review is, can't hold my shit in. Uh, <laughs> do not eat. <laughs> they all, all the usernames are red bands. Hey, come on. <laughs> Hey, all right, all right. Come on, man. That's one of my favorite things you do on Kill Tony is, is like when you're laughing and you're like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> like you of all people are like going to get serious. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I, I was supposed to, like I had my shirt, my me like poop fart shirt on um, before I left today. And then I like, I went outside. I'm like, what, what am I doing? I can't walk in this shirt. So, Dude, I forgot that I was wearing that shirt out in public <laughs> and I kept getting <laughs> It's my favorite. I kept getting weird looks like, like Pat and I were out looking for like uh, stuff for a music video we we're shooting or something. Right. And I kept getting the dirtiest looks <laughs> or people that were genuinely concerned for me. Like, what is that? It's so funny. And it's like, oh yeah, I looked down like literally two hours into running errands. I was like, dang it. I forgot that I was wearing this shirt. The me like poop fart. That's my favorite. Cause I, I only wear it if it's like, like I have a, like a hoodie on or so you can't really yeah, see so you it. You can kind of zip it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But man, there's been a few times where I forgot. Dude, there's some of those meth syndicate shirts that I'm sure like, it's like, how do you wear right. those? Like I got my dick sucked oh, yeah. in a Bass Pro shop. And it, there's people like the he posts, you know, that are wearing it like in front of Bass Pro. I, I was like, oh man. They cannot be happy about that. There's no way. Is that a copyright issue or is it under parody law? That's what, well, that's what those kind of like meth syndicate and a few other, uh, those guys, that's what they do. There's these under ground t-shirt guys where they will sell a shirt for like 24 hours 
and then remove it so no one knows about it. Like oh, so, so it just gets leaked real quick. Yeah, leaked pretty much. That's so pretty it, cool. Yeah, it's cool because it lets you get away with doing that without getting in trouble, kind of. So people are like, "Where are all of these people getting these shirts?" You know, and no one knows. But <laughs> that's such a funny trolling like business approach yeah. of just like just like getting it out there. Yeah, I like it. I, I have a lot of those stupid shirts. My favorite's the one that says it has the cover of uh, Soundgarden's album. And it just says Olive Garden above it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, uh, one of my favorite uh, Matt Syndicate shirts is the, um, uh, it says NSYNC below it. Mm-hmm. And then it's a picture of the band Corn. <laughs> <laughs> but but because of that era, they were still like kind of bleaching their tips and stuff. Right. So literally nine out of 10 people are like, love that shirt. And they keep walking. Yeah. And then there's other people who are like, I like your that's not insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's my yeah, you're the one that actually I saw you were the first person I ever saw wear one of those shirts. You were wearing the one with the the guy with the bleached hair. Oh, Guy Fieri. Yeah. Yeah. And it says Smash uh, Mouth underneath. Smash mouth. Yeah, dude. And that's funny because I think when I first looked at it, I thought it was. Everybody thinks Smash it's mouth. for sure that guy from Smash Mouth. Yeah. That's great. It's yeah. Good job, Math Syndicate. Yeah. Good job, Eric. <laughs> Dude, uh, we've been having some uh, some fun adventures lately. Dude, we should talk about Europe. Uh, we should talk about <laughs> Europe because uh, that was one of there's 24 hours of that trip. I mentioned it briefly on an older podcast episode. I, I kind of just ran through it though. Um, it was one of the worst 24 hours uh, that I've ever been on the road ever, ever. Like it probably was the worst 24 hours of, yeah, it definitely was, was the worst 24 hours of being on the road because I've never been that sick on the road. No. And it was not even like looking back at it, we were stupid. We should have definitely gone to the hospital or something. Cause I, I mean, at least me, I was beyond just food poisoning. I was like, oh, I'm dehydrated. Uh, I'm fainting. Like there was parts where when we were at the airport, I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to just die here. Like, I, I don't think I'm going to live past this. <laughs> Red, Red Band was the only one of us who threw up while in the air. Yeah, in a Ziploc bag. And luckily, <gasps> luckily, because we were so dehydrated that we uh, we we found like their version of Gatorade. Remember, it was like not. It was, Dude, <laughs> it was so. It was called uh, Lycorade or something like yeah. that. L Y C O R A D, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and it, it it tasted just like we were drinking sugar water. It, but it, it was so gross. And so luckily I had been drinking a little bit or drinking that just trying to get, cause I was so dehydrated. I thought I was going to pass out that it, and Tony's like, you better not drink that much. Cause you're just going to throw it up right away. And I'm like, it's either that or die, you know? So I'm on the plane and I had drank like half a bottle of this strawberry. Meanwhile, I'm literally sipping on it. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's like the finest of wines. Yeah, you like, were. Like, this is like a said, mm, very good, very tasty. <laughs> and then you cut to me. I'm in the corner with a Ziploc bag and I'm just. <laughs> in, his, in his jacket. In his he jacket, opened like up I, his jacket. Yeah, because I didn't want anyone to see me. And luckily, uh, I, I don't think the people next to me realized it. And it didn't smell like puke. It just smelled like strawberries. So, oh. so then when I was like, and I'm like done, I'm like I zip it up and I look around, I'm like no one saw me. So I just kept it in my pocket inside my coat. And then we get out of the plane and it was like, right when he got out, it was weird. It was like a baggage claim type thing, but there mm-hmm. was no trash cans. Like I walked around that whole thing. There's no trash cans anywhere. So I was like, what do I do with this? I'm not going to go through 
because we still had to go through like the pass uh, the customs, the customs and all that, and all that stuff, shit. Yeah. I'm not going to have a puke bag when I'm in customs. That's going to look crazy. So I, I found underneath this, uh, like these strollers or something. I just hid my little, it's probably still there too. I'm, I'm thinking like, there's just this bag that's gotten moldy now. And they're oh. going to be like, what is this? There's going to be a little baby in there. Oh my God. A little red band <laughs> baby. What category of porn you watch? <laughs> Dude, I remember uh, when I was uh, a kid and my sister, one of her containers of uh, like a sippy cup of milk rolled under the seat mm. in one of our like family vans or whatever. And she found it weeks later and she goes uh, to look at it and and she goes, I found, I found my, uh, my sippy cup. And my dad goes, what was in there? And she goes milk. And she like opens it. He goes, wait, no, <laughs> literally like a bank bag, oh. like the blue ink, but like with, with mold gross, spores. disgusting, <laughs> yeah, mold spores and milk exploded all over oh, our car. God, I've, I've done some, this a couple of years ago. Uh, I'll, I'll do something like in the middle of the night. I'm just like, you know, I, I want something to snack on real quick, you know, and I'll go to the refrigerator and just eat some cheese and then go back to bed or something. Yeah. And one time I did that, I ate some cheese and it was like some ham or something. And the next morning, uh, Janice is like, oh my God, why is, why is, why did you uh, eat that cheese and that meat? And then he's like, she's like, did you look at that? And, and I <laughs> go and, and it, the cheese was just mold. Like it was just a white fuzz over the whole thing. I guess I just, because it was dark in the kitchen. I just, yeah, I just ate and look, the meat had like these green and black spores all over. It was, nothing happened. Thank God that I know of. Well, I guess some mold is good mold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, it's really weird. We're actually, we're actually getting a, uh, a call from one of the associates at Ryan airlines. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I guess we'll see what they have to say, but, uh, I, I they might be upset about finding <laughs> out about that puke. Oh no. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Is this Mr. Brian Redman? Yeah, sure. It is. Yes. Um, a couple of quick questions to ask you. Mm. We found a bag of bodily fluid. How do you know it's bodily fluid? Did it taste like bodily fluid? What kind of a question is that? <laughs> Don't get mad at me, Ryanair. Listen, here at Ryanair, <laughs> we are one of the finest establishments in all of Europe. My finest. Well, by the way, Ryanair, just to, just to, you don't even have puke bags on your plane. Uh, you are such a, like, I looked for a puke bag when I sat down and there's no bags on your plane. I've never been on a plane where there's no puke bag. Well, do you know what we do have? We have directions just in case the plane crashes in little cartoon pictures right in front of the seats. So that's all you look at the entire time is you think about crashing. <laughs> and I think, I think that in itself right there is a good company move. Yeah, you're right. Printing the instructions of what happens when the plane's about to crash on the seat in front of you. So that instead of having like an LCD monitor to watch, you know, the pet shop boy videos or whatever you do. Uh, you just see how we're going to die nonstop. But well, it's, not, it's just nice to put in the subconscious just in case there is an accident or there is a plane that goes down from the air. You know exactly how you're going to get out of that situation. Yeah, but where's your puke bags? You can't... You can't, you can't afford puke bags. <laughs> Ten. All we can afford is the animated pictures on the back of the, the seat in front of you and also the food menu right below that. Oh, God. 
Uh, by did the way, you, did you try or find food on that n- flight? No, I saw I saw how it was. I got to watch the woman drop it and then put it back on the counter. Yeah, uh, that adds extra seasoning. <laughs> it's, it's the seasoning. It's, uh, that's our secret sauce on the flight. <laughs> oh God! Ryan. So back to the liquids. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, what, this, what was I supposed to do with it? Is this your vomit? No. You're denying that it is your vomit, sir. No, it's that's just Gatorade. It's uh, for a baby. It's, if I so you're saying if I went home, I have a two year old daughter in a crib, and I fed her that liquid, then she would be a okay. She'd be hydrated. Yep, that little baby's. That's probably. not what I asked. <laughs> I did not ask. She'll the be baby okay. To be it's definitely, she'll be okay. I, I I do not agree with what you're saying. And uh, the next time you land in Europe and you fly Ryanair, oh, I'm never going to do that. You will be reprimanded. <laughs> I'm never going back to Ryanair oh, or, or Norwegian Airlines. I don't know if you're connected to Norwegian Airlines. Oh, that's that, that's our cousin airline. <laughs> oh, yeah, your oh, rich cousin. A, yeah, our rich cousin airline. You're offending us on all across the planes. And yes, I do mean that pun intended across all planes. <laughs> You know what? I've got to go. I'm really getting in a Oh, you just can't here. afford this phone call anymore. Okay, this was this was a collect phone call. Oh, well, it was? Yeah. I'm denying these charges. Well, then. Jeremiah is going to have to foot the bill. I'm, I'm not paying for this. <laughs> no, you will be billed just like you will for the cleaning fee on Brian Redman. Oh, jeez. No, uh, now I'm going to say goodbye. Now I'm getting offended. You're calling my show and uh, saying and accusing my friend Brian of leaving liquid somewhere? I would never do that. Even he we would just never do it. that. We, I was listening live right before this. He admitted, he admitted to it. Well, unless we have playback on that, I can't really agree with you on that. Okay, well, you know what? Uh, you will be hearing from our lawyers. Oh, I'm sure you have great lawyers over at Ryanair. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What, what are these lawyers? Are you, uh, do they also work as stewardess at your, on your airplane that drops? Yes, as a matter of fact, they do. <laughs> They're stewardess and also lawyers in training. Yeah. And they ghost ride the whip also, I bet, on their days off. You've never ghost ridden the whip with an airplane? It's pretty exciting. You have to let the, the runway stare down, and then you have to walk next to it, and then you have to run all the way back up the stairs. Oh, wow. So do you guys ghost ride the whip those two planes that uh, that uh, crashed recently? Uh-oh, gotta go. <laughs> we just lost <laughs> a um, pilot from Ryan Airlines. Is uh, I don't know. I didn't like how accusatory he was yeah, of everything. No, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Uh, I also don't like a lot of things in Europe, like not only the airlines, but the cabs. Remember the cabs that for the, if you haven't been in a cab, it, it's one of the most horrible things ever. It's imagine a square box of a car, like a PT cruiser, but then there's no trunk because you're sitting in the trunk. They you open the doors and there's four seats, two looking at each other. And then you just kind of put your seats in the middle. <laughs> And it, <laughs> all your luggage goes right in the middle. Yeah. So you're or just like hanging. underneath your legs. It's very awkward. It, it's like it's a boxed hearse that you're riding in. Yeah. It's very weird. And when you're about to puke because you're all sick and throw up and you're riding backwards. <laughs> I know you're looking at all the cars passing you. It's oh, very weird. God. Oh, and that hotel we stayed at, which could might have been. It might have been a hostel. I don't know what what it was. There was only one power outlet in like the whole room and it was behind the TV and 
God, it was just like a night. There was a lot of nightmare things that happened there. It was true. It was true. Like we're on the, like we're on the road. You know what I mean? Boss level road trip. Like it was literally like, we're like doing all of our combinations just to stay in it and like trying to get to the venue. Like as soon as I got to the venue, uh, in Manchester, Hmm. like as soon, like I, I stepped out and I puked everywhere all over the sidewalk. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, because right I was holding the it the entire trip, and I was like, "Okay, just don't move, don't move." And then uh, he's he, the guy's like, "All right, here's your stop." And I was like, I, get with <laughs> <laughs> "I don't know how you hold, held it because it was so violent for me, I couldn't hold Dude, it." Dude, I was zenning out, like I was literally meditating in the front, like because the way the the, the cab tires were. Joel Redman and Tony would always be in the back, and I was like, I always was just like, "I'll ride with the cab driver up front," and. uh that was actually one of my favorite parts though, was talking to the cab drivers when we weren't sick Yeah, they because were <laughs> they had crazy stories. Yeah. All of them were like characters in themselves. Like that one guy in Ireland that kept talking about, uh, that fire that happened oh, yeah. from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like everything he's like, he's like, I still hear, I still hear the screams. I still hear the screams of the babies with their puke bags. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, people were burned alive that night. Oh, he said, he said the doors were locked from the outside and, uh, and, and people couldn't get out. You could smell the skin. Like he literally, it was, it was, it was like a horror movie. This guy was painting a picture for us and we're like, yeah, so our stops right up here. (laughs) And, uh, speaking of horror movies, you just posted a horror movie the other day, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, then never mind. Then I still hear it when some, I close my eyes. <laughs> some people got mad at me for posting that. Well, I think they didn't have context for it. They didn't watch all of it. Yeah, I, like I, I didn't watch. Like I watched. I skipped through it, and then I saw like the, the thing that got me at first was like, "Is that cop? Why does that cop have his gun out?" Yeah, <laughs> dude. Somebody mess. My buddy messaged me. He goes, "I watched all of those on mute, so I have no idea what's going on." Yeah, I didn't hear you say that the raccoon had yeah. rabies yeah and see that that's a totally different part of the whole thing well i thought it was just a bad raccoon i had, I had somebody <laughs> i had somebody message me that was like dude i was a fan of yours for years and you really lost me i'm done with you now i'm just like oh, okay well God. that's a little intense no, i don't th- th- i think people saw i mean it's, it was brutal like yeah. I, I had to remove a couple videos because it was like too much it was too yeah. much like i i yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that what was the bad thing was, I mean, one, if a raccoon has rabies, you have to kill it. You cannot. Dude, just animal control it. literally yeah. said, we're not dealing with it. Right. Sheriff, you go take care yeah. of it. That's because that's dangerous. It's I mean, super dangerous. And you, there's a lot of dogs in the area too. Yeah. They, they told us to hose down the fence afterwards. They go, if a dog licks that up, they're going to oh get God. rabies. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen... Uh, humans with rabies, uh, no. untreated. No. If you really want to go down a YouTube hole and freak yourself out, Google or YouTube, uh, uh, rabies human, uh, you know, and it is scary. Is it's, it, it's like seeing zombies. Is it, it's like a walking dead. Kind yeah, of thing? yeah. 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 It's like, and it's, like, it's like the what worst are, death. What ever. are, what are one of the symptoms of, of them? Like when they have bad rabies, like, uh, if I can remember, are I, they literally like shaking and shaking, like licking the, their lips, foaming, foaming the and mouth, it's just all that like, stuff? It's, it's just the most horrific looking death you could ever imagine it's scary dude well that's that's another reason why like people are upset they're like why'd the cop shoot it three times it was rabid it wouldn't die yeah. because it was rabid yeah it shot it in the head oh first it was a, it, they're oh like that cop's a bad shot it's like no he shot it between the eyes and it kept living wow 
Yeah, because it's like a zombie. Yeah. Jesus so, Christ. Anyway. Mm. Well. Any, <laughs> anywho, um, that, that video's gone now. <laughs> that was a 24-hour thing. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting because- That's uh, why I didn't post it on my profile. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. there's some people that might get too upset at this. Well, I was kind of upset just because I didn't know it was rabies, but it also seemed- it just seemed, it, I just never liked seeing stuff like that. Yeah. But, but where you're from, everyone has guns. It's a different life, it, it's a different really, world. It really is. Like for people who don't grow up around guns and stuff, that is very traumatizing mm-hmm. to see something mm-hmm. like that. For me, I grew up with guns. I, I grew up shooting things and hunting and fishing and all that stuff. So it was just kind of like, like more like, oh, this is crazy. I can't believe the cops are here. Right. Like that's my point of view. But other people were like, this is wrong. This is, I was like, you know, I, I can see both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't really grow up in a gun household. My dad had a gun and I saw it once or twice, but he never really shot guns or did anything with guns. Have Have you shot guns like since? Oh yeah. Then, yeah. Like gone to shooting range? I love shooting range. And like me and Rogan go out, we used to go out a lot. And, uh, and like the last time we went, uh, we just took all our old, old hard drives because we had like all these old computers and just a box of old hard drives. And Joe's like, you know, I don't, I can't throw these hard drives away, you know, and I, I don't want anything on it, you know? And, it, and he's like, let's go to the shooting range. And so he, we bring this box of old hard drives and we just shot hard drives. It was pretty satisfying. That's, that's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I made a video. You could watch it. It's called uh, hard drive destruction or something. It's pretty cool. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Do you still, uh, like, cause I, you put out so much different content through the different podcasts and stuff. Have you put out anything like any kind of music or like sketch type stuff in a bit? Like when was the last time you put out a video like that? Cause you, you have a lot of like original songs and stuff that are on YouTube right. that are available. I used to do sketches, uh, a lot in MySpace days because, uh, my good friend Jordy was in charge of Jordy Fox was in charge of MySpace, uh, like all the video and comedy content content. And so like anytime I would make a video, he would just put it on the front page and we'd get like millions of hits and stuff. And it was so cool. So it really got me to do the sketches and like stupid videos. Like me and Duncan Trussell used to always make uh, videos of us like tripping and stuff. And uh, like there was one video where we, you know, like when you get like raw chicken and you lift it up and there's like that little t- uh, maxi pad that's underneath it. <laughs> We had a video. Your descriptions are always so visually well, well, graphic. Chicken maxi pad. What is it? You know, that's what it is. It is a, it's a, so anyways, we made, man. we made this video where we both take those uh, maxi pads and just start sucking on them. Oh but we didn't really, you know, we yeah, made it yeah, look, yeah. I poured a little red, white and vinegar and a little grapes. I put little grapes in it. It looks so real. And then we just start tripping on it. You know, that's like the kind of videos we used to make just stupid shit, which I guess I should have kept on doing. Cause I would have been like, famous by now if I still made those sketches and so all those, little yeah. videos and stuff like that yeah I you know I uh when podcasting got big I stopped making a lot of videos and a lot of sketches because it was um it was years it was like eight years of editing video for Joe Rogan every day hours and hours in a video and I just burnt myself out man that's a Video editing is one of the most time-consuming. Yeah, and it's also once you start editing because I've been editing for like the last twelve to fifteen years, like somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you're in it, it's a vortex. Yeah, you're, you 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 kind of lose track of everything around you because you get so into it, and then you're like, I've been editing this for yeah. like seven hours, and my day is like all like you're you almost are like are disoriented. Yeah, when I made the Carlos Mencia video uh, with Carlos versus Joe Rogan, I was at the comedy store one night, filmed it all. I went home that night 
and had to transfer all the tape to the computer, then edit that whole thing. I think I edited and did all that. Like, I think I went to bed at like 10 AM. I was like, all right, well, that's a, I can't stay awake any longer. And then I just hit upload and went to bed, woke up the next morning. It was like millions of hits, like news channels trying to interview me. Like it was the, I looked at my phone and it was like a hundred missed calls. And like, it was the craziest thing ever. Whoa. Yeah, it was intense. It was insane, dude. So many people were trying to get a hold of me. Of course. I mean, dude, because that's <laughs> like, you think about that, like just in the history of comedy, that specific moment, was sh so like shattering to somebody of Carlos's status. Oh, yeah, he was number he, one at the time. He's yeah. the top of the comedy game. Mm -hmm. He's touring everywhere. He's selling out arenas. He's doing the whole thing. Number one it, show on Comedy Central. Yeah, everything's huge. Now, did that immediately? Like with Comedy Central? Oh, yeah, immediately. I mean, it was overnight. His career was over. Dude. <laughs> did that affect your relationship negatively with Comedy Central? Because that. Comedy Central, I don't know. Uh, because if you, if you think about it, you, like by you uploading that, it's kind of like, oh, this guy just costs us a lot of money, even though he's in the wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still a liability. I'm pretty sure I got blacklisted by a few different companies in the past. But yeah, I never knew anyone from Comedy Central, but I was friends with all the South Park guys. So maybe they were like, well, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, oh, well, my, my bad. Uh, I, no, I think well, I think it, because Joe Rogan was on my side, and most of the comedy fans and comedians were on our side. All the community was yeah, on your side, so I think that kind of kind of helped. That was enough leverage. Yeah, to, yeah. It wasn't. You know, I just didn't put out a video just to destroy somebody. You know, it was it needed to be done. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's still, and I heard he's still stealing. You know. Are I, you I, serious? I'm not going to say who, but somebody I know very well. Uh, maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, was watching him at a local club and he comes out and goes, dude, Carlos is doing Tasha's bit like word by word right now. What? And I was like, wow, he's still doing shit. But, oh well, good for you, man. Thanks. That's crazy. I, I just can't even imagine doing that. Can you imagine just, like there was a guy, I did, had a set uh, Sunday night at the in the belly room and there was a guy in the front with a napkin and he was just writing shit down and Chelsea Skidmore goes, what are you writing on that? And he goes, Oh, I'm just thinking of jokes. And, and she goes, what you're sitting in a comedy club. And then she didn't do anything about it. She gets off stage. And the first thing I did is like, dude, so you're writing, like I went right after oh, of course. And I'm like, Oh, that seems like a good idea. I think I'll write jokes at a comedy club while watching people do jokes. Seems like that makes a lot of sense, Carlos. And I kept calling him Carlos. <laughs> oh, <dang>. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, some people are, I tell you, idiots. Dude, one of one of my favorite things to do with you on the road, which is I consider a new tradition, is when peeing in the hallway. Not peeing on the hallway. <laughs> okay, okay. No, is uh, when uh, when Tony's on stage, you and I play charades. Oh yeah, charades. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> we did that in Raleigh, North Carolina, <laughs> to the point where we both were crying, laughing yeah. because. We're two grown adult men <laughs> playing charades in this tiny green room oh, green for room. just he and, he and I. And, and we're literally, so we're doing like the movie motion and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like doing all this stuff. And like, uh, so I do like the motion for like, like, like God and stuff like that. And, uh, and the, it's a, it's, 
it's a famous movie right. and it's only going to be like one thing. It's got to be Godfather. And right. so like, you know, I'm like trying to <laughs> mind being <laughs> dad holding his baby and, and Redman has kept yelling at me over and over. God, baby, God, baby, God, baby. And I'm, and I'm like, no, it's not God, baby. And I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's a movie. And I keep going to bed. And he keeps yelling God, God son baby. at me, God, baby, like God, parent. And, wow. and then like, he finally said God, father. And I started bursting out with tears <laughs> laughing because it was so ridiculous. Well, to be fair, I've never seen the Godfather. You've never seen the Godfather? No, you know, it was always one of those movies that, Anyone that explained or talked about the Godfather, I was just like, oh, this person's annoying me. Like, okay. Pe people that overly talk about the Godfather. So, so since you've never seen the movie, right. uh, let's act out the movie to what you think it is. Okay. 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 <clears throat> hey, uh, you come, uh, you come to me, you ask me for something. <laughs> what, what do you, what do you want? Um, uh, look, Tony, or Baloney, or whatever. Uh, yes, my name is Tony Baloney. <laughs> yeah, I could probably tell. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, you probably want, um, money and, okay, yeah. and, and pasta. <laughs> Get me my money and my pasta. Okay. And you probably want a tracksuit. <laughs> This is you the, like a DS. This is literally on my list: <laughs> money, tracksuit, and pasta. Okay, and uh, you're the father of God, which I thought God was like the top guy. So no, I'm the top guy. So yeah, so you're you're you gave you and some other woman had gave birth to God, right? That's the lineage. Yeah. So uh, and you're Italian. So the, yeah, the, I asked for pasta, money, and a tracksuit. Yeah, it's so the ego on you that you think that the the creator of the creator is Italian. See that is, mean, that's already annoying the fuck out of me. Like like that is what Red Band <laughs> thinks is the Godfather movie. Annoying is, is annoying an annoying Italian guy who wants pasta, tracksuits, and money, and thinks he's the god of gods. Yes. And you're just sitting out there, your little fucking cafe, drinking coffee slowly. A little espresso, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's and, watch that. Let's do All right. Okay. <laughs> let's go to that real quick. Now, you know, it, it, it's so funny because people that really talk about The Godfather nonstop, it, it, it annoys me so much. I feel like they're the people who honestly are, are more annoying about like those kind of movies are more Goodfellas guys. Yeah, but I mean, how many times have you gone over to an Italian kid's house and there's just Godfather posters everywhere? And, you know, you never see Goodfellas posters. Do you? I guess so. You know, I, knew, I knew this guy in, in college that would always wear a jacket that just said Godfather and like his big leather jacket. Dude, and, and those, um, those uh, uh, shirts were so popular back in the day. Which ones? Just those Godfather, Godfather shirts. Godfather shirts, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Or it's literally just like an outline of the Godfather. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had one that's uh Tebow made me that says Podfather and it's the oh, same logo. That's awesome. Yeah, but I, I can't wear that. Same reason I wouldn't wear a Godfather. That's kind of yeah, annoying. Yeah. That's a, that's pretty good though. Good. You are the Podfather and nice little burpees. Uh, I'm sorry, man. It's okay. Let's get into this next segment. Fanning out. 
I reached out to people on social media and asked them if they could ask Brian Redman any question. What would it be? And we got some awesome ones. This uh, comes from Reddit at Timmy Two Times. Reddit loves me. (laughs) What's the strangest thing you've seen at a truck stop? At a truck stop? Mm -hmm. Um, There was one that I don't know if you were with. No, I think it was with Dean Del Rey. And it was in the middle of nowhere. I'm not sure even what state it was in. Uh, but there was, it was one of those places where it's like a truck stop gas station. And then there's like a sandwich place inside of it. But then if you walk down the hallway, there was a door that just said massage. And it was a, a it was just like this old age. Like you looked at, I looked inside and it was just an old lady, Asian lady sitting on a crate, like a milk crate. And goes, she goes, massage? And I'm like, no, like <laughs> this has to be a hand job place. You know, it like, has, it has to, to be. be, right? Dude, but a it, massage on a milk crate? Yeah. And well, there was a table in there, but she was just sitting on a milk crate. And but I remember it, she but was, it was a poker table. It wasn't <laughs> even a massage <laughs> <Yeah>. table. <laughs> oh God. And normally I would be down, but she was like, she, <laughs> she was like, I mean, I've had a massage before with, by an old lady and uh, it was a hand job place. And did she... Th- the whole time she's rubbing my back and I feel the calluses of her hands. Oh, like it was just, no. it, it was just like, I don't know, just rough, like fingernails scratching. <laughs> her, her, her dentures fall out of her lower back. God. <laughs> oh, and, and, and then she kept on burping. Like she had ate Chinese oh. food right before she gave me a massage. And the whole time she's like, and I just smell like that. Oh. <laughs> it was like gross. And then when she flipped me over, I'm like, I, I gotta go. Like, I I'm like, I'm out of here. It's like the opposite <laughs> of real relaxing. Like it was. Your back it was. is spasming. You're like freaking out. It was. It was. And I think what it was is I, I was in Santa Monica and I got and it was just like, oh, there's a massage. I'll go, you know, see what kind of yeah. massage parlor is. And I think it was like 930, and I think they closed at 10. And I think the woman that usually runs the front desk sent the massage person home. And then she's like, I walked in and I saw this old lady. I'm like, oh yeah, one massage, please. I didn't think she was going to do it. And I think she's just like, well, I guess I have to do it now, you know? And oh, it was the grossest. Dude, you'll never guess this, but um, the Asian lady who who uh, gave you that massage, she's calling in right <laughs> oh, now. Oh God. Yeah, she's actually, um, uh, it says, Miss Wang? Hello? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, this is not Miss Wang, is it? This is Miss Wang. Oh, you don't like me when I burp in your face and rub you. I try to help you. Um, Miss, Miss, <laughs> who is this? Oh, sorry. Uh, this is uh Brian's friend. Oh. Uh, you called into my show. Actually, it's called Jeremiah Wonders. Uh, I don't. I actually don't know how you got this number if you don't know who I am. I'm wondering why I called in. I heard this man talking. Uh, about my massage? Yeah, uh, yeah, we were talking about your massage. Yeah, um, that that definitely, that's what we were talking about. Uh, could you maybe give him a refund? It sounds like he didn't have the best time. Oh, he gets a refund. He come here and get it himself. He has to go there and get it himself if he wants a refund? Yes, I miss his big hairy back. Oh, you remember his back, what it looks like? Oh, yeah, look. Look like he uh, laid down on barbershop with glue on back. Oh, no. Then maybe he owes you a little something if it's that gross back there. Oh, I like. Oh, I like. Oh, you like the hairy back? I like to get naked and rub it all over his back. Feel like millions of women's vaginas. Oh, wow. 
it, it, wait, it feels like a, a million women's vaginas on his back? I take off pants and rub my coochie all over his back. It seems like the biggest vagina ever and me like it. Oh, wow. You are filthy, Mrs. Wang. Oh, you should see my bum. I, I don't lie. I can't reach back there anymore. I should I should look at your bum? Yes, can't reach. Yeah, old arms don't reach, can't wipe, so... Just put a mouthwash bottle on ground and sit on it and squeeze it. Oh my goodness, Mrs. Wang, you are a disgusting woman. You're saying to squat on a mouthwash bottle and then squeeze it so you can freshen up your choo-choo? Yes, feels so good and refreshing for my butt lips. Did you just... My butt mouth. <laughs> Did you just call your butt all your butt mouth? Yeah. Mrs. Wang, you are just too dirty to... It's... Are you uh, like an ancient relative of Brian Redband? I've never met a woman this filthy before. No, 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 no. We, uh, we know each other very well, though. Oh, so he goes to you still? <laughs> oh, yeah, he didn't tell you that, did he? No, he didn't tell me oh, that. Oh, he loved me, loved me all night. He loved you all, all night? Yes. He made me put the makeup on and act like his girlfriend and go after me that night. <laughs> All right, we gotta get out. Okay, we gotta. Okay, I know what she's talking about. I just hung up on Mrs. Wang. Dating Miss Wang. It sounds like uh, you have a bit of a fetish for those masseuses. I do. All right, that's pretty crazy. Have you ever been to a hand job place before? Uh, No, but in Mexico, when I went there, um, (laughs) I was naked underneath the towel, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like on the beach, Mm -hmm. and. She did something that I don't think is standard because it's never happened before. Uh, okay, let me guess. The butt? No, no, no. She would do like ball swipes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like literally like like uh like it would, like graze the side of my balls. Yeah, that's uh that's them going, huh, you want some more? And if you if you like push back or whatever, then they will go farther. Meaning that's them like going testing you out. So if you if they rub your ball, then you're supposed to kind of go, mm-hmm, or like, or like push your butt back against her, you know, and then she'll start doing it more and more, and then she knows that you want a hand job. Whoa, yeah. And if it's Mexico, you probably do everything on the beach, probably. But dude, there's like other people around me. Oh, I don't know. It was literally an open setting, like where there's like a girl next to me oh, and a well guy then, next to me. If there was no dividers, then or probably maybe not. I've just got some hangers, dude. <laughs> maybe you do, Gross. <laughs> I got some saggies. I don't have hangers. Like like Ari Shafir has the longest balls I've ever seen in my life. They're probably like they are long. ten times longer than my. Balls. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, my, I've, I've seen Ari's junk way too many times. You know what my favorite is? And it only happens once in a while. I call it sick balls. When sometimes your balls are just like a nice hard shell. Like they've like, they've gotten, like, it's almost like, like you could touch it and it's like, there's no, like you could barely pull any skin. You know, it's just like, it's like tightened up. I don't know, like in defense mode or something. I mean, anyway. that's, that's just whenever I'm really cold. <laughs> yeah, or cold. If I'm yeah. really cold, that's what it's like. Yeah, those are my favorite It's like kind. it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Everything's tucked in. I like it when it's like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Hell Damon from Reddit, what's the grossest food you've ever eaten? 10-day-old pizza, food that rolled under the couch, et cetera. Well, besides that moldy shit I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, oh, there's this place called uh, Animal here in Hollywood. And, uh, it's just animals, of course, but it's like weird shit, like bull penis and stuff like that. And I ate cow brain and, uh, yeah, 
And I, I think the only reason I got it was because the girl I was with wanted to try it. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not trying cow brain. Anyways, I did. And it tasted exactly like brains. Like it did not, the texture did not feel right. It was horrible. Yeah. Uh, that that sounds pretty gnarly. Yeah. That was probably the grossest. Uh, at I'm an immigrant from Reddit. What do you think of the constant attempts by internet folk to quote unquote fix Kill Tony? Have you thought of making a more commercial version of Kill Tony for television? Because it's interesting, like, you know, I try not to look at comments too much, but like, you know, I do. And people are always like, what if you did this with the show? Or, you know what I mean? Everybody wants like their own like spin on like format or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, the the thing is, is nowadays it's pretty interesting. Um, Nowadays, there's very little reason to change it and think about TV, you know, because, uh, the show itself could be on TV. It could be on Comedy Central. It could be cleaned up. It could be, we could take all the racist shit out. We could, you know, take all the copywritten music out. We could the take all the edgy, edgy like stuff language out. or whatever. Ed- edgy language. And we can make a really dumb version of it. But nowadays, is, is it worth going to Comedy Central? Is more people going to see it on TV or, I mean, on the internet? It's, it's doing fine. And uh, I think the rush to making stuff at TV shows, uh, every, every year it's getting less important, I guess is, you know, unless mm-hmm. we're, and we're making a movie for fucking HBO or, you know, something like that, then sure. It's your movie would be better on HBO than on YouTube. But when it's like a, a, a format like this, unless you want to never been done before, yeah, if, unless you want a really neutered version of it, uh, I don't, I think ideally the best thing would be is if we had it on HBO uncensored at night, you know, oh, or that'd something be like cool, man. that would be cool. Yeah. But again, that it's not that important. I th- I mean, here's a good example. Like a lot of people always were like, like even Howard Stern, when we started doing podcasts, um, Howard Stern, uh, would shit on podcasts all the time. Oh, who fucking listens to podcast podcasts or nothing, blah, blah, blah. You know, where in reality, Joe Rogan's podcast probably gets a lot more listens than Howard Stern nowadays, you know, and and Howard Stern is on, you know, XM radio. He, he, you know, he doesn't, he can't say anything he wants to, even though he probably says that he does, he can't say anything he wants. So he can't do what he wants to do a hundred percent where Joe Rogan do whatever the fuck he wants. He's in control of everything, you know, and he, and he's probably making a lot more money on just sponsors and, and, and people coming to his shows than Howard Stern's probably making having a legit job, you know, uh, on our radio station. But yeah. And I think that's how it is nowadays. And with this show, uh, you know, we fine tuned it a lot recently, adding the band and having the band do a lot more of the music parts of it has helped out a lot, you know, with copyright shit and stuff. Um, so it is more TV friendly than it used to be. Uh, but it's not even, I don't think me and Tony are thinking about that as much as just making a great show. Sure. And that's more important than, you know, TV, I think. Yeah. Nowadays. Now, now when we did Kill Jeremiah, we did a couple format tweaks. Oh, no, no. The, 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 all the tweaks that you did, I loved. <laughs> I'm, you and, heard and, it here, and, folks. And, and, no, I'm a huge, I'm a huge... Like I like doing new and fun little things. Like one of my favorite things I always wanted to do, or I did a few times or I was allowed to do a few times, uh, was when we had like somebody, all right, who wants to eat like this hottest chocolate in the world and and you get three minutes, but you have to eat the chocolate, no milk, 
do your three minutes. And then after the three minutes, you get milk. And I mean, this, these chocolates, you can watch videos on YouTube of them, you know, somebody eating a piece of this chocolate and dying, you know, and like <laughs> now imagine doing comedy after that. I think that's a hilarious, like just yeah. fun thing. And these, those little tweaks that you did when you did kill Jeremiah is like on the same lines of that. Like, why not? We can always fuck around and do new, do, Try different try segments different, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, try different segments. So, yeah, w- what would a segment maybe look like if it was like an episode of Kill Red Band? <laughs> Kill Red Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Why not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, what would be something that you'd be like, oh, I, I always wanted to try this, or, or I think it would be fun to implement, like, maybe this rule or something like, like, uh, like one thing, like I've always thought if it was a TV show, mm-hmm. like if it ever did become a TV show, right. that if we did have some kind of communication thing where we we voted like we were done wanting to talk to the comics, because mm-hmm. sometimes we end up, you know, just oh. naturally a comic stays on too kind long of, for an of, interview. Well, yeah, like like any kind of TV show where they have like the X, like, yeah. you know, type yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be good to say, all right, I'm done with this guy. Or I'm done. You know, I think one thing would be fine is have having... Say like, um, go, all right, we've already gone through the bucket people. Now we have this, uh, bucket, this second bucket, uh, the, uh, crazy challenge bucket or whatever it's called. And you have to pick out three things from this bucket. And one would be like, all right, you have to put lipstick on and a wig. Okay. Next one, uh, you have to take off your uh, shirt or something like that. Or, you yeah. know, like then, then do comedy, like, you, right. know, you know, like have like a bunch of different things in there. Like, uh, you have to do a racist joke or something like that, <laughs> or, you know, or something, something just, you know, just, a change it up a little would be fun always, you know, like little challenges or something or, Dude, I was surprised in the Tiffany Haddish episode what people were willing to do when money was on the line. Oh, yeah. That was very interesting. She was throwing around hundreds. Dude, she was going for it. Man, must be nice. (laughs) I I mean, I I, I buy people squatty potties. That's what I do. You know know that? (laughs) I've bought bought about six comic squatty potties. Really? Yeah. Do you have one? Mm -mm. Do you want one? I'm going to buy you a squatty potty. I just bought Tony a nice pink one. Uh, I bought Don Barris one. I bought George Perez one. That's Sandro. just like your thing. Yeah, I don't. I I just am a firm believer that they're great. And then uh, whenever I mean, they, somebody's talking about them, and they're like, like I think Sandra was like, I, I don't have a squatty pot. I'm like, wait, you don't have one? You don't have one? What's your, put your address? What's your address? I'm going to uh, order <laughs> yeah, something yeah, real quick. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, so we talked about um, the Europe trip quite a bit, but uh, this comes from at Christian H Buck on Reddit. What did you enjoy most or least? of the Kill Tony Year Tour. So let's talk about what did, what did you enjoy the most? Because um, we talked about some of like the crazy setbacks as far as being sick. But what was your favorite thing about like us <clears throat> going to Europe? Um, the train ride. I thought that was fun. Wasn't that cool? Yeah, we w- that was my first time on a train. I never really do public transportation. It was nice much. too. Yeah, this I was, was like, nice. I wish I could do this over flying all the time. Yeah, now I'm thinking more and more about how much uh, I want to take trains everywhere. Like, yeah. uh, like San Diego, next time I'm in San Diego, I might, take a train. They're comfortable. Yeah. It was nice. And we got to see the countryside, you know, it was like an hour, two hour trip. Yeah. From Manchester to London, we got to see all of the countryside. And I literally felt like I was inside one of the Harry Potter movies. Oh yeah. Like, like some of those hills and stuff. It was cool. I I really enjoyed that. Uh, you know, and it was cool talking to people. I mean, the people I could understand, you know, it was (laughs) some people had thick accents. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, they, they probably never thought we would come there, you know? That's yeah. what was kind of cool, like exciting fans. about it is like there were some people that were, 
I mean, everybody is always super grateful whenever we, we go to any part of the country, but that was like, they were like, there was people genuinely shocked. They're like, mm, I cannot believe you're here right now. Yeah. Like this is, I listen to you guys. Like I never thought you'd make it over here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Definitely seeing the people. I just, you know, seeing fans, I just, I, that had to be cool for them, you know, thinking, oh, they're never going to come to Europe, but yeah. it, your favorite show comes. That's it was great. cool. And we might be heading back there. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Worst thing though is food. I, I did not like the food or the options of. Did you like the fish and chips at that one? That bar was that, that was good. that was good. That was good. But did in Ireland you didn't like the? Uh, well, did, we might have gotten food poisoning from those oysters. Yeah. We, we don't know if that's yeah. what it's from. I think it's, I think it was from it, the oysters because we were like these taste different. Ooh. Tony thinks it was just the dirty people of Ireland and from well, shaking hands, which makes sense if one of us, yeah, one of us got sick and then. That would make sense. But if we're like shaking hands and then all three of us just started licking our fingers at the same time, then I don't know. It just seems like oysters. From Twitter at Mona underscore Deke. Ask Red Band his favorite group the Kill Tony band dressed up as, or I guess the characters, any character or group that we've dressed up as. God, there's a, there's been so many that I love. Uh, I really liked it when you were porn stars and you had that fake spray tan and Dude, everything. You know what's funny? Tony did not even realize that I went and got a fake spray tan. He's like, he's like, uh, he didn't, he didn't notice. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I'm so <laughs> white. Yeah. And it of did, course it did not register to him at all. Of course you as Joe Rogan is probably one of my, fa- I mean, just the, the make the head, your, your makeup guy person who did your makeup on that was fucking amazing. Um, yeah. There's, I would say one of those two. Dude, like, the porn star thing. Okay. I'm still, I'm probably most ashamed of myself for one of the things from that episode, what? but it makes me laugh. I can't help it. It makes me laugh harder than <laughs> most things I've seen of myself because it's so disgusting. It's when I was eating a banana <laughs> and then I start like burping it up on myself, like oh, yeah. all sexy. <laughs> And then Joel got on the ground and I spit it up on Joel oh, right. and then on his lower back. Oh, and like, God. we're just these gross, <laughs> that's gross, so gross and drag porn stars. Oh, and I God. literally, when I watch it, I cry laughing and I'm disgusted with myself. <laughs> that that's even like out there. It, it seems like there's so much fun things you could do too. Like, I, I don't know if I told you this or not, or if I just thought this, it would be so funny if you had like water balloons like strapped inside your shirt and then you had like parts where you just pop and it squirts oh I squirted oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so good make like put like cream of chicken soup in there or something (laughs) oh I'm creamy right now oh god Dude, I did love the Let's Get Dirty with Red Band segment on Kill Jeremiah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that. With the that. jingle and Let's everything. Let's get dirty with Red Band. When I do dish cam. He's Red Band. At <laughs> uh, Irish Greatness, this will be an interesting one. What disgusts you the most? Mm, what disgusts me the most? Um, people that put too much perfume on. Like when you smell... Boon Shakalaka on Tuesdays. Oh, so like old lady perfume. Old lady, like flowers. My grandmother used to, and I think my sister does this too, where I think it was because they smoked cigarettes. So every time they would smoke a cigarette, they would spray a splash of perfume on when they came inside. Oh. So after like a pack of cigarettes, <laughs> You're so- it's just cologne or perfume over perfume over perfume over perfume. It, it, I hate that. Like a girl that, and a girl that wears too much makeup. Like I hate when, when you're, 
close to somebody and you look at their face and it's just caked on and you're just like, am I talking to a clown right now? I just hate, like, I'm not a big fan of makeup and luckily I'm dating an Asian girl that doesn't need any makeup. So, you know, yeah. but I've dated girls where they've worn so much makeup. Then the next day you can see their face printed on the pillow and you're just like, Oh my God, my pillow has a face now. Like you're like, <laughs> like I, I dated a girl that didn't have real eyebrows. So she had to paint eyebrows on and sometimes every day. She, yeah. And so sometimes I didn't date her. I just date, fucked her a couple of times, but then she like, every time I'd see her, she had like a different impression. Like she didn't <laughs> do it the same. And it changes your look a lot. If you're having, well, yeah, you can be really excited <laughs> yeah, or really angry. Insane. Like, are you in a bad mood? It's like, you just drew them on a little funky to Today. Yeah, I hate that stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I hate She's like normal stuff. <laughs> She's like, I am so sad right now. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, like your that. eyebrows are really raised. It looks like your side. No, I'm really sad. Yeah, and, for, and the first time I noticed it, like like the first night I met her, I didn't realize it. I and mean, I slept with her the first night, and then the next morning uh, I woke up and I turned around. I was like, yeah, that was awesome. And I look over and her eyebrow was just like half off and oh, like just no. down her face. And I was like, ah! <laughs> scared the shit out of me. I was like, what did I go home Her eyebrows are all frowny. And she's like, yeah. you're like, are you, are you upset? She's like, no, this is the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one comes from, oh, at Dragar Gaming, Dragar, Dragar Gaming on Twitter. Uh, when are you bringing the show back to Chicago? Did we do it at Chicago? We've back never in the day? done Chicago. Have we done? I've, I've, I, we keep getting hit up to. I'm so actually surprised that we haven't done Kiltony Chicago. Yeah, I'm very surprised. But that Chicago is a weird thing. I don't know what it is. I got uh, just for Death Squad shows, not Kiltony shows. I've been offered a couple times at the Laugh Factory, but it's just not been a good deal. And to the point where, like, even the managers are like, "Don't do this deal." Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, other than that, like, Chicago is one thing that. Honestly, I, I admit it. I, I, we've not got done a lot of shit in Chicago. Like at least I haven't. Uh, yeah. And I don't, we've never done uh, Kiltony Chicago. Uh, I, I haven't done, I've only been there like, uh, really a few times to do shows and yeah, uh, that, that's it. I, I'm yeah. surprised because like we get hit up a lot. I think we're not in the right, right mafia. You know, we're in the the other one or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's a few places: Chicago, Denver. I, I, I'm surprised we haven't done that yet. Denver. Like, I mean, I, that's I, that city's ripe I, for. for yeah, yeah. That'd be perfect for the comedy works. Yeah. Oh, Kill Tony Comedy Works oh, would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, do you ever take time to sit back and appreciate how much you've done for the comedy world? Give the man an opportunity to flex a bit. He deserves it. I would have never found Brody or you, Jeremiah, or most of the comedians I love without Brian and his podcast. Aww. Thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, That's at Ting Ting Ringo. Oh, Ting Ting. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where uh, I knew I, I know that, but uh, I kind of forget about it. You know, like it's like. I don't know. It's like when you introduce somebody for the first time to somebody else, you don't kind of sit on it. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the one that told you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, yeah, but I no. mean, dude, even before I was actively involved with Kill Tony, you've always had me super involved with Ice House Chronicles and Death Squad and like Thunder Pussy, Thunder when, we Pussy when we did that forever ago. Yeah. And I still do that. That's one of my favorite things is, and that's why I still do the Ice House Chronicles or Death Squad Chronicles. And, and I start always try to have young comics on those shows mixed with, you know, more seasoned guys is because I love uh, somebody, especially if I like somebody. That's why I like how when somebody comes on Kill Tony and I really like them. 
uh, I'll invite them over to that just because, you know, hey, if they're this good right now, they're going to be amazing in a few years. And so that's why I like the that that podcast or that show is because it's uh, it's it's kind of like, well, look, now you, I could introduce you to the, these people, the same people, you know, so. Uh, introducing new comics to everybody is, I think, one of my favorite things. I don't know. It's just like if I like them and I think they're great, I know you're going to like them, you know, yeah, yeah type thing. So, yeah, you already like this. You're going to yeah. like this as well. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. fits in the family it's type pretty thing. pretty cool. And it, it's why what's, uh, I kind of have to be a dick sometimes. There's a lot of people that don't get the whole death squad thing or like, uh, you know, like there's a, there was a guy that just rushed in on the show a couple weeks ago. And he just goes, hey, man, like, and comes into my studio while we're podcasting. He goes, hey, man, uh, so just so you know, I'm in town the next couple of weeks. Love to be on your show. Any chance I can go on the show tonight? Uh, if not, I can do the the next one. And I'm like, one, I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. And two, how, why are you here? Yeah, like, how did you get Yeah. And then, and then uh, he was so demanding, like, oh, no, no, I'm in town. You don't, you know, like, I'm like, get away from me. And that same dude has been emailing me and messaging me like every day. And I'm just like that's the shit I hate because like, yeah. look, man, you know, these people are here because, uh, they've already kind of proved themselves to me, you know, or at least like I see something in them and, uh, they're in kind of like the same group of friends and network. And you're just some guy that's just like, come give me spots. I want spots, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little slimy. Yeah. You know I mean, it's slimy. Um, oh, this comes from at, Hey, Danny Frank, what's your favorite artist? Graphic artist, musician, or filmmaker, or comedian, or whatever you would like to mention of all time, or at least like a couple of them. So, I guess, what kind of music and like art do you like? Uh, music. I'm a huge fan of Ween, who I took you to your first Ween show. That was so much fun. Yeah, Ween's probably my all time favorite show or uh, group. Uh, I really like uh, Steve Martin. Is probably my, one of my all time favorite comics growing up to the point. Uh, yeah. Next Steve to the bloody finger. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I even, I wrote Steve Martin like three letters when I was in middle school. And like back then they didn't, we didn't have computers really. And, uh, but there was a book in my local library. It was like, like addresses to the movie stars. And I was just like, what? And I was like, Oh, Steve Martin. I wrote him like three letters, never got a fucking response. <laughs> and I was like, I'm Brian. I love you. Uh, I wrote a, uh, a college paper on Lorne Michaels and uh, his history and, and how much he's done for comedy. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, Saturday Night Live, like like you, uh, I'm, I've always been a huge fan. Yeah. Like, I've seen every single episode, uh, except the last one. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I have it on my DVR. But uh, no, I love Saturday Night Live. I always wanted to be on Saturday Night Live younger, you know, um, but now I don't know. I know you still want to be on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I, I do love, though, the the creative freedom that we have on Kill Tony, though, the, yeah. that you and Tony allow us to have because we get it every week. We like, you know. You, you, I, I'm, I'm always jealous of you guys because um, like last night was a perfect example uh, because you guys get to be funny through characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there were so many things that you said last night, uh, dressed up as uh, Jeff Foxworthy that you couldn't say if you were just Jeremiah sitting on the panel, you no know, way. it would make no sense. It make no sense. <laughs> yeah. And that's the shit I like that. That's the shit I, I get jealous of because I love fucking around, especially when you're in a character, fucking around in, in a character, because it, it's not you saying it, it's you playing some crazy character. So I think it's so much easier to say silly, stupid, sh 
crazy Dude, shit. You know, <laughs> one of the one of these days because I watched one of the old episodes and it was really funny. Like it was a Pokemon episode where we dressed up as Pokemon and uh, you had a Poke uh, you had a Pikachu hoodie on. Yeah, I think what would be really fun is like we don't tell Tony for one of the episodes where when the characters come out, you put something on <laughs> oh, your head or be, something and you commit to the character uh, with the band. Uh, that'd be so The funny. rest of the episode. I, I agree with that. That's why I, I've also thought like if we ever did like a Kill Jeremiah, how funny or, or or like a backwards weird show, like how funny would it be like that? Like, all right, uh, Joel, you're now on the soundboard. Brian, you're like, you know, yeah. like just flip everything around. Yeah. That would be just so Just turn sick. everything on just its a, head. You know, like experiment episodes. I like that that kind of shit. Yeah, you know? it's fun. It's like, why not? Why if not? it doesn't go well, it's one episode. Mm-hmm. We're literally doing three episodes in Philly. So it's like, yeah, and so w- many of them are, you know. And even if we didn't like it or didn't like how it goes, that's going to be somebody's favorite episode, you know. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last question here, and then we'll get into the next segment. Um, at McRicey, what has been Red Band's favorite Kill Tony to date? Hmm. That might be hard. Uh, there's so many. Oh my God. And it's, it's like, you just forget about them all. There's so many times where after the episode, I'm like, I think that's the funniest episode ever. And then yeah, I forget, you right. know, but yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. remember who the guest was. It just happened to be a good combo of you and guest and, and people that come up on the show or, um, I'm trying to think of like a random i mean i think the joe the joe rogan episode uh the five year was great the five years a lot of fun there's a lot of great moments on that yeah i just i mean I, it's hard for because we do it we do it every week we do it every week so they all kind of go together and it's not as easy to pick one i guess um i do really like all the ones that Brody used to be on i loved Brody's uh chemistry on all the shows some people are really like they always have good chemistry on the shows uh like I like Dom Herrera when he's on the show, you know. Dom Herrera is perfect uh, either um, w- like with somebody who with he's somebody familiar yeah. with, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. who he's buddies with. Whenever you put two guests with Dom, it's a little bit like, I think he's like, oh, let them do, they're them fight it out. You know what I mean? Right. But when it's him with one other person he knows well, that's like, he's like a sniper, dude. Yeah. There's, yeah. There, there's definitely people also that I don't like on the show who I can't tell you who, but uh have you ever asked Tony to, uh, to not have a guest back? Can you, have you ever done that? Um, and been like, uh, dude, I don't think that's a good idea to have them back. I, I never say not have them back, but I've also said, uh, we got to remember every time we book this person, he always does the same shit. Like he over interrupts or- everybody. He's always over talking everybody. You know, there's a couple of people where I'm just like, I think we forget every time we book of these course, certain then, people. And then, yeah, <laughs> we rebook them and then it's like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. Um, um, this next segment we are going to get into is called the kindness challenge. Oh gosh. So every week I challenge the audience, Brian, to do something out of the kindness of their heart for, uh, someone who they know. It can be someone who they know, or it can be a complete stranger. It can be big. It can be little, as long as they're contributing something positive to society. And I, uh, uh, what I do, I've been doing this in the intro. I'm going to try this as part of the, uh, the video on the podcast. Cause I feel like a lot of people have not been aware that, uh, this kind of challenge is even a thing. I read letters that are submitted from you guys, the listeners, uh, to, uh, Jeremiah wonders at gmail.com. And I read them in the voice uh, where I wonder uh, what they might've sounded like. So, uh, this one comes from Emily and, uh, I will read it right now. To be honest, I live for this kind of thing. 
Making someone smile <laughs> is the best part of any day and definitely my goal every day. Stop it, Red Band. But my kind deed was, in Aldi, a woman in front of me forgot her ID and couldn't buy the wine she had been prepared to. I picked up her bottle and gave it to her while she was bagging her groceries. She had small kids with her and definitely needed a glass or two to relax. I hope her Friday was better for it. Keep the kindness moving. Emily. Aww. Isn't that nice? It is nice. See? And Red Band told earlier he's been sending people squatty potties. That that <laughs> that, that counts as the kindness challenge. Him yeah. randomly giving things to people that he thinks that they need. That's a nice their, thing. It helps their colon health out. It helps too. their colon health out. And it's fun. You're gonna I think squatty potty is the one thing that after you have your you can't, it's hard for you to not have anymore. Like, yeah, it's hard at, for you to go without, like once you start using it, your, your body's like, wait, I like, yeah. Yeah. When I'm at a hotel, I have to make my own squatty potties using like towels and <laughs> trash cans and stuff. It's hard. For wow. real. <laughs> so Emily, uh, thank you. Um, I used a filter for your voice. Um, I didn't actually pull off sounding that effeminate, but, uh, uh, thank you for submitting that kind of challenge letter. Everybody else do that. Uh, you can email those to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. I hope you enjoy this segment. I hope you, that you keep spreading positivity and kindness wherever you're at. Let's get into this final segment, Sax Talk. Okay. Sax Talk. All right. I told Red Band before the podcast, I prepped him. He knows what's up. He's going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to play some sweet, sweet saxophone underneath. Just sacks it up. Whenever you're ready, my friend, I will follow you. I was 17 years old. I was uh, uh, working in a movie theater as an usher and a projectionist. I dated a girl who also worked at the movie theater. And uh, we would have sex all the time in the, uh, in the projection booth. Uh, <laughs> our One of our managers, uh, uh, she was uh, 22 years old. Uh, she, uh, she, uh, invited us to her graduation party cause she, uh, graduated college. She had a keg left over. And so we just drank this keg and she lived with her mom for some reason still, but she, we took and my girlfriend and the manager lady were they were in the basement and I come downstairs and they're undressing each other and we had a threesome and I fucked the manager girl in the butt for my first time was my first anal sex and it was amazing and now that woman's a cop and she had sex with two underage people and the threesome ruined our relationship and I quit and went to a different movie theater and now my ex-girlfriend's a lesbian at the end First off, is that all real? <laughs> yeah. 
You really gave the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> <of that story>. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to talk when you got, you're you're doing that though. I was I don't know if you I don't know if you noticed, but I was playing um, the graduation song. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's, a last That's hilarious. Wow. We will still be friends forever. Do you remember that playing at like all the graduations? Yeah. That was so huge. Yeah. So all that happened. Yeah. So you were at the movie theater. Yeah. We were working at the movie theater, me and my girlfriend. And, and, and how old was the, the manager? Like 22. And 23. how old were you guys? Uh, I was 17. I think she was 16. And, and you had a threesome with them? Yeah. Dude, Red Band it, it, getting it in. It was weird because... I just remember watching my girlfriend watch me like, like, like I, she, she's like, Oh, fuck me in the butt. Like the manager, older lady. And, and I go, can I fuck her in the butt? And she's like, yeah, please. put it in my milk, dad. <laughs> and I just remember how weird it was seeing your girlfriend, like watch cool it. Watch yeah. it. Like I felt like I was cheating on her. And then the next day, that's what it, that's what it was going well, through all yeah, of well, yeah, yeah. Well, well, what did she, what did she say? <laughs> next like, day, so we, next... we woke up and it was so weird because we all slept together in the basement and then her mom, of the movie theater. No, no, this was at her mom's house. What? How did, how did the, uh, the 22 year old even like, like you snuck her in or what? No, no. So, so the 22 year old lived with her mom and her mom was like, you know, Oh, Hey, how's it going? Oh, you guys, you guys have a whole keg you should finish. And, uh, so we just hung out in the basement the whole night. Mom went to bed next morning. We like, you know, we just all hang hung out in the basement and drank and fucked. And then the next morning, her mom like opens the basement door and goes, hey, guys, wake up. I have breakfast if you guys want breakfast. And I'm just remember going, what the fuck happened? And I look over to my girlfriend and my girlfriend's like, what the fuck? And then she starts crying, like, because she starts remembering what happened. And like, so we you all, guys were super we were, wasted. I mean, we we're young kids drinking yeah, a keg of 16, beer. 16, 17 and 22. <laughs> yeah. And it, I just always thought it was weird because that now that that manager's a, a cop and my girlfriend's a lesbian. So it's kind of weird. Too. What would happen? <laughs> Man, uh, this is uh, this is really weird. But um, your cop uh, ex encounters actually calling into the show right now. Oh, no, <laughs> no, she is. She is. Hello? Hey, uh, hello. Hi. Hey, um, is this Brian? Yes. Is this Ferran? Say that again. <laughs> Veronica. Yes, this is Veronica. <laughs> Call me Veron. Yeah, I haven't been called that in a long time because I'm an officer of the law now. I'm sorry, officer Veron. Yes. Mm. So, um, you really airing dirty laundry today, aren't we? Yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, it was big. It's an you know, I use it to still masturbate to this day. That that night. When I fucked okay, you this the, is threatening fucked you a, in your officer butt in your donut hole. Okay, this is... <laughs> you are assaulting an officer with this kind of language? Oh, you assaulted my little peeper, didn't you? Uh, well... I'm sure the other officers would love to hear that you fucked two underage kids. Okay, well, uh, maybe let's not talk about that. I, uh, you know, I, actually, let's call, it, uh, let's call it even, okay? <laughs> All right, then. Uh, d- Maybe. I'm really regretting this phone call. I wish I would have remained. <laughs> Maybe one more I time. I wish I would have. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change it so you you can't hear who I am anymore. Hello, this is Veronica. Oh, hey, Veronica. I have a voice modulator now. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, now, so now nobody can track where I am. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's if fine. You, if you ever say this story again, I will murder <laughs> everyone in your family. I will come out. Remember when I pulled it? Remember when yes, I pulled, I know exactly it, when I pulled it out of your butt and then you washed it for me using your mouth? Okay. This is just getting <laughs> way too graphic. I, I liked it though.
You did? No. <laughs> you used I'm hacking your system. No, you, you can't. You listen. I had the biggest areolas ever, and that's what makes me like areolas to this day. Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, I don't think you're using the, that voice. You gotta really talk right into that. Thing. I try. All there right. You, go. you gotta keep a fluid movement. Otherwise, it's gonna break up too much. All okay. right. Uh, How dare you hack my system to make people think that I was saying those filthy things? I'm an officer of the law in Ohio, okay? I wonder if I got pulled over, how hot that would be. I'm, uh, like oh, if, if I came to the door, yeah, and like, like, hello, hey, let's do it one more time. That little cop pooper of yours, and then, and then you, uh, uh, and then I was like, get over here, and, and I was like, if you don't, I'll arrest you for resisting. Yeah, and you wear your outfit. That would be pretty hot if you wear your outfit. I mean, what are we talking here? Can you give me a flight out to Burbank or what's going uh, on? Yeah, well, I have to check to see what you look like now. All right, well, I'm on Bumble, so. I'm on Bumble. <laughs> All right, well, I'm really upset they used uh, the voice modulator against me. I squirted so hard when you ate my ass. Okay, listen, that is not me. That is not Veronica. He's using the system against me. He's a podcast aficionado, and he knows how to use technology, and I'm pretty offended, actually. Remember when you told... Wait, remember when you told us that you had a tampon stuck in you, and he... <laughs> You remember that? No, I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah. this is disgusting. What are you that, talking that was about? one thing I remembered about you because you had a tampon stuck in you and you couldn't get it out and you were really scared about it. And then my girlfriend somehow got it out using uh, th- those thongs that uh, on a grill, whatever they're called. Tongs? Tongs. Not thongs. What are you talking about? Tongs. Remember? And right, this is, you know what? I was listening <laughs> earlier to the sax talk and this is rapidly <laughs> approaching the most disgusting sax talk I've ever heard. <laughs> And and, and and a previous guest, Steve-O, talked about his dog eating his cum. Oh, God. That's how gross this conversation has been. <laughs> You've broken into the top five. Uh, I got a good dog eating cum story. All right, I got to go. <laughs> my cat used to, you know, like when you masturbate, you put your tissues like on the nightstand. Sometimes my cat used to always just knock those tissues off on the ground. And then my old dog, not the one I used to have now, used to eat them the tissues and so many times i was like what are you eating oh, and he's just got that's <laughs> so dude that's so disgusting I, thought, I always thought my cat did it on purpose oh my goodness <laughs> any like i have my i literally have my inner voice in my head say red band <laughs> anytime you start to like like talk about this stuff i'm just like oh my goodness mm-hmm. but you know what that's the only way to end this podcast mm-hmm. today Mm-hmm. Red Band, uh, do you have anything upcoming that you would like to plug, my friend, that people don't yeah. already know about? Yeah, on I mean, if you're a fan of uh, Kill Tony or any of the Death Squad peeps, uh, don't forget we always have uh, two shows every month at the Ice House, the first and third Friday. It's at, We have a new time. It's at 8.30 p.m. now instead of 10.30 and the shows have been amazing lately. That's awesome. And we dude. still we've been doing it for like eight years. So come out. You can see. Uh, usually it's like ten dollars, and a lot of times I give out free tickets uh, on Twitter. Uh, but come out uh, if you enjoy all of us, because there's a lot of people that you know, and there's a lot of comics from Kill Tony on there and stuff like that. And you're on it a lot. And, yeah. And yeah, it's we fun. Reagan Watkins is on it a lot. Yeah, it's and called the uh, Death Squad Secret Shows. And yeah. Yeah, you yeah you take that show all over. Yeah. Uh, Ice House a couple times a month. Sometimes at the Comedy Store we just did in the main room. Mm-hmm. Sometimes at the Hollywood Improv. Yeah, yeah. take yeah. it all over. Yeah, 
Heck yeah, dude. We'll, we'll maybe have to do some uh, Death Squad road shows coming up. Hell yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much for coming back by. This has been the return of Brian Redband on Jeremiah Wonders. I love you, dude. Thank you, buddy. I love you too.